2023 is here and it's time to plan out your goals to get in the shape of your life this year. Maybe you started your journey this past year or maybe you're looking to make 2023 the year you get the results you've always dreamed of. And if you are, I want to help you. I've been a health and fitness coach for almost a decade now. I've helped thousands of people often online get in the shape of their life and drop the kilos they've been wanting to shed for years. I've helped people transform their bodies, their health, and their minds. And most importantly, I've shown them how they can maintain this on a long-term basis. As your coach, I take care of everything within your health and fitness journey, your training, your nutrition, your cardio, supplementation, etc. But I also look at your journey from a holistic perspective and address your stress, your sleep, your mindset, and ensure you have everything you need to achieve your results. If you're ready to make this the year you get the results you truly want, fill in the application form in the description below. It'll only take you two minutes and I'll be in touch for us to book in a call so we can plan out your journey and put some clear goals in place. If you have any questions about the coaching, feel free to email me or DM me on Instagram, which is at Elliot Hassoon. I'm excited to hear from you and excited to help you transform your body, health, and mind in 2023. Protein is a super important macronutrient for you to be consuming if you want to have success on your health and fitness journey. Yet many of us overlook protein and make mistakes when it comes to consuming protein. So if you wanna get all the benefits that protein has to offer, then I wanna help you avoid these mistakes that you may be making. So let's go through five today and ensure that you stop making them and start making better choices with your protein. Number one, you're trying to get protein from foods that don't actually contain too much protein. I've had many people say to me in the past that natural yogurt is a good source of protein. Nuts are a good source of protein. And although these foods aren't too bad, we've got to recognize that the amount of protein within them is pretty minimal. And these wouldn't be key and foundational protein sources, but they would be these extras that may bump things up a little bit, but they won't significantly increase your protein intake. We've got to look for foods that may be worth 100 grams of that food, offer 20, 25, 30 grams of protein, if not more. And if we're looking at something like natural yogurt, you might be getting six, seven grams of protein per hundred, which is not too bad, but it's not groundbreaking. Same with nuts as well. The maximum you're gonna get is around that amount too. So if you're looking to get more protein in your diet, turn around the back of the packet and look at the label. How much protein are you getting per 100 grams? And realistically, are you gonna be consuming 100 grams? Because if it might say that you're gonna get plenty of protein, but realistically, you're not gonna eat 100 grams of nuts in a day. And also be aware of labels that say added protein, high in protein. Usually that is a marketing thing that just means it has a little bit more protein than the alternative. For example, some cereals when they say high protein, it's not that they're high protein, it's just that they have two or three more grams than their previous version that product have. So be aware of that when looking out for your protein sources. Number two is that you think you should only be having protein if you're exercising. This is not the case. Everyone should be having protein whether they are training or not. So a good place to start for most people, if you're not used to consuming protein, would just be to have a little bit more than you're having at this moment in time. 10, 20, 30 grams and continue to build up from there. That's a more than a great place to start. If you want to be a little bit more optimal but still on the lower side, then 1.6 to 1.8 grams per kilo of your body weight is going to be a good place to go. And that should be a sufficient amount of protein. It doesn't matter whether you are not training for the next seven to eight weeks, months or 
or years, you should be getting protein in your diet. It's valuable for many other reasons other than just helping you with your training. So definitely keep your protein in your diet no matter what. Number three is that you're not basing your meals around a protein source. This is a really important step if you want to change the way that your meals look, which is a large part of adopting this new and healthy lifestyle. And as I mentioned in the last point, you want to be at a very minimum getting, you know, around 1.8 grams per kilo of body weight. So if you're 70 kilos, for example, you're looking at somewhere around 120 grams. So if you don't start thinking about your protein sources, it's going to be very hard to consume that amount of protein on a day-to-day basis. So something I encourage a lot of people to do is think about the protein source in every single meal. So think about what protein source you're going to have for breakfast and try and make it around 20 to 30 grams. Same with your lunch and dinner. And if you hit the high amount of 30 grams per meal for three meals per day, you've already hit 90 grams. However, if you don't think about it, it's going to be very, very hard to consume. So when it comes to planning your meals, don't think about having pasta for dinner. Think about, okay, how am I going to use this chicken or this tofu or this beef mince and then start to add the carbs on top of that. This will go a long way to ensure that you hit your daily target and you don't end up in the evening recognizing that you've only had 40 or 50 grams for the day and you have to think, okay, well, how am I possibly going to get that extra 60 grams in? Then you try and consume it, but it proves to be very, very challenging and it puts you off having protein altogether. So my advice would be to base your meals around a protein source and it will make your life much easier when it comes to hitting your daily protein target. Number four is that you're relying too much on supplements. Having a shake a day or a couple of scoops of protein or maybe even a protein bar here or there is not a bad thing whatsoever. However, if the bulk of your protein is coming from these sources, it's not going to be A, an ideal way of getting it in because usually the quality of protein in a protein bar, for example, is not going to be super high. And also it's going to be pretty difficult and it's not going to help your digestion. You know, protein bars, for example, only have around 20 grams of protein in per bar, which is not that much to be completely honest. And then if you have to have two or three, you're going to start to run in probably to some digestive problems. Even says on the back of the bars, it may cause laxative effects if you have too many. And we just want to be generally basing our protein sources around whole food as much as we can. And if we look at the ingredients within a protein bar, for example, this is a very, very popular one, but I won't name any names. Let's just quickly go through the ingredient profile. Milk protein, milk chocolate with sweetener, sweetener maltitol, cocoa butter, milk powder, cocoa mass, emulsifier, soya, collagen hydrolysate, humectin, glycerin, isomalta, oligosaccharide, water, soy crisps, isolated soy protein, tapioca starch, barley, malt extract. Right, you get my point. That's an extensive ingredient list. And then you look at something like chicken breast, it has a total of chicken breast. And if you look at tofu, it has a total of tofu. And that's what we want to be looking at. We want to keep the ingredients minimal because we are focusing on healthier. We're not only just focusing on getting the right amount of protein into our diet. We want to make sure that we get it in in an optimal way as well. And number five, last on my list today is that you're not making your protein intake interesting enough. I did just give the two examples of chicken breast and tofu, but those aren't your only options. There are so many ways to make your protein intake interesting. And I'd even say that when it comes those two protein sources, chicken breast and tofu, we immediately think dry, plain, and boring, but it ultimately comes down to how you prepare it, the cooking method, the different seasonings, spices, and sauces we add to it, and it can go a long way in terms of transforming the taste. If you don't like those, try the hundreds of other protein sources available to you. Never think that protein is boring, just think that you haven't found the right protein source or preparation method for you yet, and the more you explore, the more you'll find that you start to enjoy your protein intake even more. So 
I hope that helps team. If you find that you are making any of those mistakes, try and rectify those as soon as possible and it'll make it far easier and far more enjoyable to get your protein intake in for the day and in for the week and in for the coming years. So I hope that helps. Take care and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.